great, great morning, everybody. Great, great morning. Caleb, what's up, man? I was um, really close to jumping in and stealing your thunder, but I decided against it. Why? Why didn't you jump in? I feel like that's your that's been your mo. Every every once in a while, I'll stay. I'll take it. Um, but no, I just I didn't want to. I didn't want to steal your thunder. Um, it is a great morning. Great morning indeed. How's your how, How's your week been? Oh, my week's been phenomenal. My week's been phenomenal. Just um, I think I'm gonna call myself the fireman. Putting on all these fires right now. No, I'm just playing. Just shout out Lil Wayne, fireman. Just, <laughs> I, I was just thinking of like you in a music video, you know, just. No, no, no. Okay. No, no. it's all good. It's all good. Um, anything else, man? What's up? What, how's, how's everything with you? How's, how's the wife? How's, how's life? Um, you know, she, she just hit the third trimester. So the hormones are starting to hit hard. Got um, it. That's what. That's what she thinks it is, anyways. Mm, um, okay. Just Mr. life's e. good overall. Okay. I have two of the biggest trees in the neighborhood in my yard, mm. and one of one of them has no leaves on it anymore, and the other okay. one is still full, like completely full of leaves. Got it. Got so it. That's my Got personal it. struggle. Huh, um, okay. Other than that, though, no, life's good. Making moves, slinging homes, working on investments. Um. I'm behind on our book club, by the way. I need to start that book. Why would you say, like? Why would you say that? Um, accountability, Coop. Got so it. If you need accountability to be in the book club, this is a little <clears throat> glimpse of it right here. Have you started? What do you mean if I've started? Don't make me put have, you on blast for last month, bro. Have you started? Don't I'm still finishing put, that book. Don't don't make me put you on blast, bro. How do you know I'm not done? I never. I'm just saying. How do you know Blast I didn't know away. you were done? Blast away, Elon. Blast away, Elon. Okay. Just got the rhymes this morning. Got it. Okay. Anything else in with you both before we before we get into this episode? Um, no. No. All right. Let's get into the episode. Let's get into it. Okay, Cooper, go ahead and bring in our next guest. Good morning, everybody. On today's episode, I uh, got a great friend from high school, uh, along with his wife. Um, they started Nutmegs um, and just recently got into Chicago Whole Foods and looking to do big things next year. Ladies and gentlemen, Billy and Megan Mazenga. Let's go. Let's go. Is it fair uh, to clap for ourselves? <laughs> I mean, if you it's want to, if you're a big deal, yeah, <laughs> you're a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so, Billy, Megan, uh, thanks for coming on. Um, if you guys can just talk a, li- a little bit more about um, just who you are, what you do, and why you do what you do. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, so uh, we got married in 2016, and. Um, shortly after we got married, we decided that we wanted to start, um, a social business. Actually, that was kind of our business model. And I guess technically still is our business model. Um, yeah, we saw like a bunch of cool companies that were, um, doing business, not just for profit, but also wanting to make an impact in, in the world. So we decided to start a, a nut butter business where we sell nut butter and, um, support different nonprofits. Um, and so originally we were supporting nonprofits in Kenya, actually, uh, where I was from. Coop, you know that, uh, where I was born. Um, and uh, but then when we moved to Chicago, we actually started supporting. Uh, we've been supporting different nonprofits uh, in the Chicago area. So, so yeah, so uh, it's kind of been this dual track, and we're you know we're constantly evaluating um, what our we want our business to look like in the future. Uh, we want to still have that social impact, but um, as you probably know, as you're venturing into this business world, like um, margins can be tight and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, you have to make the financially uh, responsible decisions and whatnot. So we're just looking for ways. Obviously, we like you mentioned, 
We are now in every Chicago Whole Foods. That's nine different locations. Um, and uh, looking to continue to grow into into different different uh, different um, stores uh, and hopefully expand into different parts of the Midwest. So, so yeah, that's a, an abbreviated version of our, our story. I don't know if you have anything to add, Megan. Yeah, um, we also just took the big um, leap, I guess you could call it. Uh, I quit my day job and uh, started pursuing this full-time just a couple months ago. So that has been quite a transition too. Um, and we also welcomed in a little baby. And so just a lot of uh, life transitions this past year with us um, with a lot of business success too, as you, as we mentioned with the Whole Foods and um, just our farmer's market season too. We've been at lots of markets this past season, which is really fun. Um, and so so yeah, that has been fun too. Yeah. That's a ton of, thanks for sharing guys. That's a ton of growth in yeah. a, rel- a relatively, I'm assuming kind of a short amount of time. Do you mm-hmm. guys want to talk about maybe like what it was from day one to 90 to 180 to wherever we're at now? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, Oh man, I feel like when you say short, I feel like we've been on this journey for a long time. <laughs> and some businesses, you know, just take off and we're at year like 5 and um we are meeting like milestones like no other. Um but it does feel like we've been at this slow growth um but we so we started in Minneapolis and um then we moved to chicago so we kind of had to like restart our business after a year of being in business and um but being in the chicago market has given us so many opportunities with um like you know chicago's a big food hub so people are looking for good food there's a lot of small startups um too that we can network with and that we can um, learn from too. Um, and, and yeah, and there's a lot of small grocery stores and groceries, bigger grocery stores that we have the opportunity to, um, just be able to be in close proximity with. So, um, I feel like once we moved to Chicago, then, uh, things kind of got more serious and, so we make all of our product right now too, uh, which is fun. We spend about like six hours in the kitchen each week, um, cranking out those nut butters. And it's so funny to think back on because when we first started, we had like volunteers, our friends come in and help us and jar each nut butter. And I think about even our process back then too, like we were jarring everything by hand, whereas like now we have a filler machine and um, yeah. And so it it is funny to look back on that growth, but, um, or not funny. It's, it's, it's cool to look back at it. Yeah. I mean, and, and yeah, there's definitely been, I mean, I guess it's, it's a slow grind as far as the first couple of years are going, just cause you're, you're figuring out your bearings and like, you know, running a business is there's a lot of different elements to it. Um, and, uh, and whatnot, especially if you don't have like an MBA. So you're like kind of figuring things out on, on the go, <laughs> right. but, um, it has been consistent growth. Um, we've grown our business, even through the pandemic, we, we yeah. grew our sales every single year. So, yeah. so it's just about uh, we're in this season of like trying to um, figure out what um, the next growth space, uh, mm-hmm. growth opportunity is. Like, how do you go from gradual growth to exponential growth? That's right. what we're trying to figure out. Yeah, and for us, that biggest like pain point is distribution. So we're just yeah. Can we? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. That was great. Do you need some water, man. <laughs> Caleb, like your jokes are not funny anymore, dude. I'm I'm legitimately concerned okay. about you. It's all good. I'm I'm getting some water. Okay, Anyways, cool. Um, I'm curious. So this was an idea that you guys had in twenty like 2016. You know, kind of coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, after our wedding I, that you didn't come to. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think I got he, an invite. What? Of course you got an invite. I, don't, I didn't get no invite. Like, I come to all the weddings I get invited to, which, funny oh. enough, is, like, not a lot. But it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, So, no. So, what I want to ask Billy um, is where – and, Megan, like, where did the entrepreneurial – spirit like come up like where in your you know growing up did you guys decide that yeah i want to be our own business or start a business yeah um that's a good question i mean i think that um uh there's probably an element of probably both of us i'd say (laughs) i I don't know if uh this is the right term but i guess i'll say (laughs) it like a little bit of a do-gooders maybe like we wanted to make a positive impact in the world and and there's just this idea of like you know uh doing it through business you know like there's nonprofits and there's you know these ways of making a positive impact but like you know there's this new like there was this new um uh venue or like new uh pathway you can take where like i can do business and i can make a positive impact um and I think that was that was the, the the positive impact actually was originally the the main goal uh, of our business. Um, as you know, obviously, you know, but when you're running a business, it's taking a lot of your time and a lot of your energy and a lot of your whatever. So, um, you know, you have to balance, um, you know, that along with the requirements of running a business. So, um, I mean, I think personally for me, Megan always jokes with me like, I have so many entrepreneurial ideas, like so many, like I could see my, there's so many things I could see myself doing. Like, I think there's just like, there's this element of me who's just like, you know, life is short, like, you know, make as big impact as you possibly can, that kind of thing. And so like, I, I think that like, I'm always like biting off more than I can probably chew sometimes. Uh, like, what are some of my business ideas? Like, you wanted to open like a baby center, like a birthing center, yeah, a a birthing birthing center. center. And Billy knows nothing about birth. I don't know nothing about that, but you know what I'm thinking is like, okay, not to be like weird or morbid, but like, you know what's always happening in the world? Births and deaths. Like, if you open up a business that has to do with those two, you always gonna be in business. So, like, that's what I was like thinking, like, you know, brilliant. Um, So I don't know, yeah, like, um, so I think that, like, you know, I always have random business ideas in my head. I feel like I, um, just am always like trying to think of like, oh, what, what could like, what would be like a good business idea? Um, and you know, this was this was my opportunity to try and. uh, you know, actually action, action it out and see if uh, I could put something together. So, uh, yeah, it's been fun in that regard. Yeah, I think for me, so I minored in food and nutrition in college and I was always making like, well, when Billy and I were dating like nut butters, I would make peanut butter for him all the time. And, and even beyond nut butters, just like making food from scratch and, um, and so I always kind of had the element of like, oh, it would be so cool to open a coffee shop or um, like or a little store cafe and employ people who maybe are hard to get hard to employ, like people who have felonies or maybe a criminal background. Like we could provide them an opportunity to gain job experience. And um, so... I feel like throughout college, I was always kind of like dreaming about that. And through Nutmegs, we've really been able to kind of do that, I feel like, in in some ways. Mm -hmm. Um, I still feel like I would love to open a little shop, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to touch on, you said something, Megan, in the beginning that you just recently, uh, you know, stop working your day job, your nine to five. Yeah. Mm. Um, can, can we just talk, you know, cause so many times you hear, I feel like more people are saying like, well, just, just quit your job when, when you find your, find your thing or, or stop doing this or that. But I, I so I love when I hear that someone, you, well, both you and Billy, like both were sounded like you both were still working and building your business to the point where now you can take that leap. Um, 
I guess, what was it like, you know, working a job, starting a business, and then like, so that's the first part, what just what was it like having a job and starting a business? And then what was that point or that moment that that you felt comfortable enough to Mm -hmm. quit your nine to five and go in your business full time? Yeah, um, there were definitely a lot of factors, but we were at a point in our in our business where or in our life where our business was getting too big <laughs> to like have it be a side hustle. Um, and so it was either like, I gotta quit my job and pursue this full time, or maybe we got to pause nutmegs. And so Billy and I had a lot of serious conversations about, about that. And, um, and honestly, I thought we were going to pause nutmegs since we have this new baby. And, uh, but we really felt like if we're going to try it, we should try it in Chicago and try it while we like have, have all these outlets. And so what prompted the move to Chicago? Can we, can we, can we add that too? What say that one more time? What prompted the move to Chicago too? What happened there? Oh right, yeah. So Billy's um getting his PhD so at oh, cool. um at UIC. Yeah, University of Illinois at Chicago. Yeah. 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 And and yeah, and so and also uh unfortunately my mom passed away in in April and it kind of also made us like reevaluate things and how we're spending our time and um, and so, yeah, right now this, it's been, it's been really, really good. I mean, it's been really hard in different ways, um, because it's a transition and there's always growing pains in that, but, um, it's been so fun to, um, be able to commit myself fully to nutmegs and our, if you go to our website, it's looking a lot better these days. <laughs> and, and I have the capacity to do some other fun things. So um, this holiday season, we have a fun collaboration coming up. And um, yeah, there's there's just fun things. Did either we- of you have any fear? Um, and like, okay, we're at this crossroads. Something needs to happen. We got to hire somebody. We got to slow down. Or right. One of us needs to take and do this. Did either of you guys have any fear with, okay, like Megan's going to quit her job? Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah the, the, <laughs> don't, don't get it twisted. Yeah. Uh, this, is a, this, is, <laughs> this is a leap of faith. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I think that, um, so in, to be completely honest, I am the one who's stressed about money in our relationship. Uh, not that Megan doesn't think about money that much, but, she doesn't really think about money that much. Um, and Billy's so, the CFO and I'm the CEO in Nutmegs and in our life. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Um, and so I was like kind of looking at, um, you know, just the finances and making, you know, can we make this, you know, can we make this happen? Um, and uh, obviously we have a kid and he was in full-time daycare. And so, you know, this transition meant we had to take him out of daycare Um which has been, which is a, you know, which is a, a, a thing. Um, and, uh, and so like what that meant is that like, you know, now that he's home, like um, it's not, not, now it's not that you're balancing two businesses, your, your, your business and her day job. Now it's like you're balancing watching a child and uh, a business. So like mm-hmm. that came with its own set of challenges and stuff like that. And, and, you know, um, but well, we recently transitioned into getting a nanny, which has helped a lot. Yeah. yeah but, yeah. um, still financially that, um, costs us, you know? Yeah. 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 So we have a nanny, a part-time nanny now and, and stuff like that, which has helped, um, helped a lot. Uh, and we have another friend who's helped us, um, as well she just has helped us watching uh, our son on on Fridays and stuff like that so like you know we're 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 kind of you know taking it step by step and trying to find our groove if you will right. um because yeah it's a it's a huge transition and it's a little terrifying uh for someone who's who's anxious about <laughs> about money like me sometimes um but um like we said like literally if we didn't take this leap of faith now um then 
there would never really be another opportunity to. Right. Um, either we did it now, hopefully in the future we'll have more kids and like more responsibilities and stuff like that. Um, and so like there wouldn't really be another opportunity to do it. Like there'll be too much, too much to lose, if you will. Um, uh, and so now in this season where we're, uh, we have one kid, one kid and, um, and a little bit, uh, a little bit of like Megan's, uh, sorry, I hope this fine is like, Megan just paid off her student loans, which is nice. So, yeah, so debt, so the debt was cleared and like, it was like, okay, so if there's a time to take a risk, let's do it now and see what comes of it. And at the end of the day, like, it's one of the things about life. Sorry, I'm, I'm kind of rambling on for a long time. No, it's okay. Keep going. If like it's just one of those things like failure is not the biggest deal in the world, you know. Right. Like if if we if we try this out and we, and it doesn't work out, you know, what's the word? You know, why is that? It's not a bad thing, you know. Like you you pursue people go through life and they have so many regrets because they didn't try things out. And I feel like my perspective was like we need to be you know financially stable and secure and do all these things. But then I just started to realize, you know what, like life is short pursue what you think will you know give you purpose and give you happiness and this is what we're trying to do and we i quit my job before we had the whole foods locked in and mm. literally i think a week or two after or maybe a couple of weeks after i had my last day we got into all the chicago Whole Foods. And usually the thing is that was surprising about it is usually um, small businesses in Chicago, at least at Whole Foods, start at one or two stores, but we got into all nine. So even that was like a confirmation of like, if anything, like there's, there's something good going on here. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you guys, you know, accepted your emotions, analyzed them and then made logical decisions based off of the facts that you had, which is sounds way easier than what it is. Right. <laughs> but yeah. a lot yeah. of, st- a lot of stars may be aligned for you guys too, but that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Can, can we, that, yeah, that is awesome. Can we, can we talk a little bit about the, uh, like just the whole, so, so you guys are going, you know, business is growing consistently. Um, and now, whole like this whole whole foods opportunity comes up um like just talk us through that like what was that whole process like for you guys yeah so that was a a long time coming kind of situation so um i would say this i think um i have a little bit of a, in a very minor way a little <laughs> bit of a sales background uh my first job out of college was uh, at a insurance agency. And so like what that job required was, you know, when you're selling insurance, like a lot of it is getting rejected <laughs> and like, you know, like giving people quotes and like, nah, that's more expensive than my insurance or like trying to just a lot of like sales stuff. And so, you know, I realized that like, you know, that kind of selling insurance wasn't really my thing, but what it taught me was the ability to um, deal with rejection and deal with like persistence and consistency. And so um, that's what the story of our Whole Foods journey is. Um, so we had originally been either contact them or been in contact with them. I think it was 2019, actually, like late 20- mm, July, July 2019, I think. Okay. I don't remember exactly when it was, but it was like a long time ago. And the where their process works is like you have to submit your product um to to a taste tester or something to see if it's a good fit so we did we submitted our product but they have like a calendar of when you can submit because they get a lot of submissions so we made contact with them in july and we couldn't submit till october (laughs) lots of hoops to jump through yeah yeah um yeah so uh what was i saying okay so um yeah so we had to submit it and it was like in the middle of the pandemic. Um, and so um, we had to drop it off. I, I think I brought it to like the, their place in, in downtown Chicago and I dropped it off. But like 
it wasn't the regular process where like, I think that it's a little bit more elaborate. This was just because during the pandemic, it was just drop your stuff off and then they'll get in contact with you. <laughs> and so, um, so we dropped our stuff off and then like not that long after, I don't remember how long it was. Um, they told us like, Hey, you guys, you basically told us you're in. Um, yeah. And then, um, so they told us we're in, this was probably October of 2020. Uh, they told us we're in. And then Megan had Nicosi. So she gave birth uh, in October of last year. Um, you just, and and so we were, I don't know if it was like, Miss Kim, what happened? Like, but they, we just, we just started missing like communication with them. And we didn't hear from them for a long time. But what I did was I was consistently hitting them up, like consistently, like mm. every two, three weeks. If I hadn't heard back, I was emailing somebody, contacting someone. Cause I was like, Hey, y'all said we're in. So if we're in, then we better be in, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and so, you know, that kind of, you know, continual hitting them up, contacting, 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 uh, eventually it bear, bore fruit. And around, I think a few months ago, I want to say like June or July or something, uh, finally we were able to get the ball moving on getting our stuff into all of the all of the store locations. So it was a it was a elongated process, and it required a lot of follow up, um, a lot of not letting them forget about us because I was going to be emailing them <laughs> every two three weeks, um, and eventually uh, we we were able to get in. So. So yeah, so it's it's about you know it's about getting in, but now it's about staying in and you yeah. know um, making sure we're um, getting our products off the shelves, not just on the shelves. Having good relationships with the buyers, making sure our product is in a good placement, <clears throat> and all that good stuff. But it did it once they said that we were in was October, and then I think in September, um, this past September we got our first order. So it was almost like a year long process, Mm -hmm. Um, which they did warn us beforehand that there is a lot of admin stuff that we had to go through. Like we had to get imaging for our product. We Mm -hmm. had to like insurance stuff. And so, um, but it was a long time. (laughs) So my, so that's, that's awesome. My question is, so pandemic hit, which we still got to talk about that. Um, You guys just had a baby. Um, constant um, follow up. Why didn't y'all just like? No, nah, we're good. We're not gonna get into Whole Foods. Just gonna keep keep doing what we're doing. Why? Why did y'all keep pushing that that issue with them? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, so. The thing about um, getting a place like Whole Foods is like it's not just that it's a big, um, you know, potential vendor for you. It's also kind of credentializing and it gives you it opens up a lot of doors um, potentially because being able to say that your products in Whole Foods is 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 a credentializing thing, you know, Mm -hmm. because it requires a lot of things to be able to get your product into whole foods so um i just we just knew we didn't want to let this opportunity go by the wayside and just give up on it because um the potential doors that could be opened through um getting into whole foods were immense potentially so um yeah i just decided like or we decided hey like as long as uh we, we as long as we have this email that said we're in we always will have this little bit of leverage here um so let's just keep pursuing it until until we get a response and until we can finally get into um whole foods and um yeah the response was great because of the fact that um we weren't expecting to get into every single whole foods in chicago um but um yeah we just felt like just keep going and and it eventually worked out in a positive way so what, and what I feel like, are, oh, go ahead, Megan. I'll let you finish. Oh, sorry. I feel like too, Whole Foods is like kind of our ideal clientele. Um, maybe we didn't <laughs> talk about our product yet, but we sell nut butter, and it's all sugar free. Uh, it's just a nut with some spices and salt and oil, um, so it's very clean. 
Um, and we also have like unique flavor, like we have pistachio butter, almond, cashew, we have pecan butter, um, mm. and peanut butter, of course. And so I feel like that was always the goal because those people for sure will buy our nut butters. Um, and yeah, yeah. So hopefully we can continue to go to the Midwest Whole Foods. And keep going I was just going to commend you know add my two cents um, when you said not having a fear of rejection what you did is what I, I like to call um, the woodpecker method <laughs> you literally just just keep, go, keep going until you get an answer and if it's a no maybe just keep going again you know yeah. um, and my segue kind of goes with what you just said Megan, um, you know, it, as your vision is growing, you know, Midwest, you know, what's kind of that next, uh, next mountain you guys got to climb? Yeah, definitely. Well, I definitely think more outside of Chicago, we're kind of pinpoint or pinpoint, no, like we're kind of wedged into the Chicago market and we got to figure out how to get to the suburbs and, um, even throughout the Midwest. Um, so that's kind of what I'm going to be focusing on, um, those next few months and figure out how to actually do that. Cause we self distribute, we, our product mm. is so heavy to ship like it. So, um, we just got a trial and error, I guess, <laughs> or if anyone knows <laughs> network too. Um, so yeah, that's, Distrib- distributing that's the next that's the next thing you guys got to tackle yeah yeah that and even product expansion like we i would love to continue to add products and um and and also like think of better ideas of how we can serve the nonprofits that we partner with um to like those things would be really fun to work on for me you know this is this is awesome um, because just from hearing you guys talk, um, I love that the fact that you guys don't got it all figured out yet, and <laughs> yes. you got we you guys are, don't. and you guys are like, in my opinion, we haven't had anybody on here that can say they've had their products in like a big distributor like Whole Foods. Episode eighty eight, um, right? Cool. <clears throat> yeah, episode eighty eight. Episode 88. Caleb, are you is it eighty eight? I didn't even like look it up. Oh, I put it in the title. That's you right. You put it in the it title, is. so I, I, I could did. cheat. I yeah. did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, so <laughs> but I also am hearing you guys got a big vision right. on um like what you guys want this to be. And I like big goals, big vision. Um, you know, as long as you have and you guys are a perfect example of this. Like as long as you have like a vision or a goal that's big, like it's always gonna propel you in that direction of growth, right? You might not have everything um in order, but you're always gonna find a way to to keep going because it because of the vision and because of the the goals that you guys got. So that I just want to commend you guys. That's that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, appreciate that, uh, man. Um, let so let's let okay. So, you guys, you know, 2016, uh, three, four years, and then bam, uh, this whole pandemic thing hit. Like, what was going through your mind? Um, like, how did like, how did you guys deal with that whole situation? I had a lot of clients, by the way, who lived in Chicago, lived downtown Chicago, and they all like moved back to Minnesota. Yeah, oh, like, really? yeah, we, we we can't do this. Yeah. Right? We know some people who live downtown, especially moved back in with their parents too, because you didn't have any perks of living yeah. downtown. Yeah, you live <laughs> in rent. this you live in this like nice part, bougie part of Chicago, <laughs> and like all the restaurants are closed, like there's nothing to do. So yeah, some of our friends moved back when their parents are left as you know. It was crazy because a lot of people, you know, just you you saw them, and then the pandemic started, and then when, when the pandemic—well, I shouldn't say pandemic's over—but like um, people are 
people are outside again. Um, and you know, the people that you were friends with, they, they're all gone, <laughs> not all of them, but like yeah. some of them left. So yeah. But, but, uh, as it pertains to our business, I think the biggest thing that, um, so we're, so right now what we're working on is we're trying to kind of pivot our business away from being farmers market driven to being more store driven. Um, just because it will be kind of, um, more sustainable long-term. Consistent. And so the pandemic um, impacted the farmer's markets, obviously, because most of them were either closed or started late in the season. Um, and so that kind of, I guess, hurt our, um, you know, our summer sales, I guess you could say. But we ended up still having a better 2020 than 2019 because of the fact that our online sales blew up um, during the pandemic. Um, so it was kind of a, a, a weird, a weird thing because, um, most of the times we direct people that were in Chicago, cause that's where our primary clientele was to meet us at the farmer's market. Obviously you can order online or whatever, but you can meet us at the farmer's market. And in 2020, you couldn't really do that. Um, uh, and so, so that was the biggest impact on our, on our business, I would say. Yeah. So store orders also increased a little bit too. And then, like Billy said, now people know to find us in the stores and not just at farmers markets. Mm-hmm. Um, also, mm-hmm. uh, we got connected with um, other online platforms that would do like um, grocery delivery, and so those online platforms would start contacting us. And um, so, yeah, I don't know. Just it is crazy to think of the new opportunities the pandemic gave us and especially our online store like yeah it's just, at one time I feel like I looked on our website and before the pandemic we did not get like any online orders but we were up like 300 percent in sales <laughs> and it was just really nice to see that yeah. but again we didn't have like any online sales before. Um, Don't tell the stock, the shareholders that they didn't need to know that <laughs> you know, we're up right? 300. We crushed it. <laughs> Celebrate your wins. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, the local, I mean, I feel like when the pandemic started, people were very open to supporting local businesses and um, buying small and, um, we were really able to leverage, maybe that's not the right word to say, but leverage that. And, um, our customers really came through for us and, and our stores really, really supported us well too. So we were thankful for that. Awesome. 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 Can we, um, so, so what, what, the what, what motivates you guys still? What keeps you guys, uh, pushing grinding what's the uh, motivation oh um well i feel like yeah now that we're we're in whole foods like i don't know i feel like people expect things from us so mm-hmm. i feel like we continue big I want, now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I want to i want to deliver for people and i want to um be successful um, so we can continue to grow, I think. So maybe I guess my motivation is to get out of like our Chicago wedge and um, really own the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously um, it's to yeah grow grow the business to a place where it can be uh, self sustaining. You know, you you kind of yeah. you kind of want to. Anyone who runs a business and um, wants to get to a point where your business can kind of almost run on autopilot. Um, and I think that, um, you know, eventually, uh, obviously, there will always be fires to put out. There will always be things to do. But um, we want to get our business to a place where um, it's it's run efficiently and run uh, profitably. Um, but and also, you know, we would obviously want to still continue to have an impact in the in the world. But um, yeah, I think that getting our business to a place where we can um, run it efficiently and well, and it can be continue to be sustainable and profitable, I think that's just our motivation. Um, 
yeah and i and i think um yeah just to continue to uh see what's next you know continue to be open to new things open to new uh ventures and whatnot i think that's um yeah that's just kind of what we're motivated by what's your guys's top ways to grow yourself as a business owner and or as a philanthropist and or as just someone who wants to continue being the best version of themselves every day yeah um i'd say that um i mean i think the way to the way that we want to grow is just by um expanding our reach expanding our uh our presence um whether it's via social media or or whatever i think that um continuing to make uh nutmegs be more well known uh so that like uh more people have heard of us and more people can be interested in our product i think that's that's the way i grow so that includes marketing and like um and uh, increasing our awareness, and our, our awareness of our company that way. Um, but I think that, like, fundamentally, and we actually had had a, a conversation with an investor a couple weeks ago, I think the biggest thing is that uh, our product's good. Like, um, that was the thing he was telling us, like, you know, like, he, uh, you know, he didn't know about, you know, our business very much, but he tasted our product and he was like, wow, this is good. Um, and so mm-hmm. like, um, if we can put our, we really are confident in our product and we believe like if people get their hands on it, they're going to love it. So it's all about marketing at this point and continue to get our name out there. So, um, just figuring figuring out different ways, you know, obviously like, like this, you know, this platform, uh, this podcast platform. <laughs> uh, I don't know who's going to listen to it, but I'm sure maybe some CEO or something or some investor or something might survive. So, you know, if you, you want to try to uh, look for a good investment opportunity, you know, uh, holler at your boy. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'd say. Yeah, I think it's all about going back to your whys. Like, why why do we do nutmegs and for lots of different reasons, but being close to our mission and to our product too, um, like meaning just enjoying making the product and enjoying um, like hearing feedback from people. Um, Like I feel like that really motivates me Um, and connecting with our nonprofits and being able to support them in fun ways and even meet new nonprofits. And, um, yeah, I think being close to your mission and that is very, very, very helpful. Awesome. 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 This was great guys. Mm-hmm. This was really, really great. Um, Caleb, what are you, you sleeping over there? I just asked a phenomenal question, Coop. <laughs> just done. Put up, put up your forty points, and you're done. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. No, no, um, Billy, uh, Megan, this was great. Um, where can our followers like link up with you guys, or see what you guys are doing, or better yet, buy some nutmegs? Mm. Yes. Yes, uh, so we are available uh, for purchase at our website for you know those who are in Minnesota or North Dakota or wherever <laughs> else in the in the they're in North Dakota. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you're talking about? Minneapolis. Uh, else, Let's yeah. take it easy, Minneapolis. Oh, oh okay, okay. You're yeah, you're. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Um, home, home, home of the Vikings over there. Home of the the the, the, Vi- uh, the, the Vikings. Uh, the, I don't know what you're talking about, yes, but yep, yeah. We don't need to talk about that. Anyways, um, yeah, so our website, nutmegspreads.com, with two S's in the middle, nutmegspreads.com, and you can check out our our line of nut butters. Um, Our pistachio is definitely our best seller, so order some of that. And our pecan is a great fall flavor. (laughs) Yes, pecan's a great fall flavor. My favorites are pecan and and almond. Those are my two go-to. But I did have some uh, cashew butter today with some apples, so those are really good good compliment to apples, um, some cashew butter. So, um, yeah, our website, uh, we try to keep people up to date on our social media, uh, our Instagram, especially, 
um, nutmeg spreads with one S in the middle. <laughs> For some reason, someone took the nutmeg spreads with two S in the middle. We don't know who it is or why. They don't use the Instagram, so, but I'm not going to get on the high horse. So it's nutmeg spreads with one S in the middle. That's our Instagram handle. So you can follow and up our updates on that website uh, or that, that Instagram page if you want to know what we're doing. Um, so, yeah, we probably will do some fun fall thing or some fun holiday things. So we're just trying. No, we are. We are. Okay. We have an exciting collaboration coming up. So yes, we have some, a lot of exciting. You gotta, you gotta follow them on Instagram so you can Uh see the collab coming up. Awesome. Uh Yes, that's right. That's right. And yeah, we have some holiday markets coming up. Just some, some, some cool things coming up. So uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's where you can find us. Awesome. Well, Billy, Megan, just want to say thank you for your time. Uh, this was great. Really appreciate it. Definitely, definitely. Thanks for having us, Coop and Caleb. Yeah, yeah. we appreciate it. All right, guys. No, we're, we're excited to follow and see what you guys do. Yeah, awesome. we should send you guys some nut butter. No, no, no. no we'll buy it. <laughs> well, trust me. Trust me. Will my support. wife will be. Yeah, my wife has already been talking about it. So <laughs> okay. no worries. No worries. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Another great episode. This is a very good episode. Bro, don't don't even start. I'm just I'm just picturing. um, Don't even. We had a little. We had a little behind the scenes. Oh my goodness Um, gracious! Yeah, Bill, Billy, why, Billy. That's all. That's why I'm laughing. But you're correct. Another, um, in the behind the scenes is the behind the scenes. But um, another, another great episode. A couple of entrepreneurs who also have, um, you know, a mission to give back and provide. Um, they want to make a difference in the world, a positive, a positive difference. Um, and they make a cool product. Uh, this this is extremely. Um, I don't know, like a pleasant experience for me. What would you say? Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. I've been following them for a while. Um, <clears throat> just seeing some of the stuff that they're doing. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I, I, I love, I love the story. I just love how like low key they are. Um, but like, they're just, they're just grinders, right? They just, you know, I heard him say consistent growth year in, year out. Um, just finding ways to continue to grow. Um, I also love, you know, listening to them. Um, they they got a big uh, mission and a big vision, um, for sure. And you can tell that that's what drives and uh, pushes them to keep growing um, and to just keep pushing the issue uh, as well. So it's always refreshing to hear that uh, from people that have something bigger than themselves, which those two or three, I should say, uh, do. So that that's great, man. And I just love the, uh, I just love how, uh, they, you know, I, I, I always hear this. It's, it's part of, you know, again, you can do it anyway, but like when you get your side hustle, you should quit your side hustle and jump into your, or you should quit your, your business or your job, excuse me, your job, your job, and then jump into your side hustle if that's what you want to do. And like, <clears throat> you, everyone's path is different. Um, but I love the people that grow their side business to the point where it can be their main business, mm. right? And I and I I'm not saying there's any right or wrong way, but like, there was a saying. Some I, I met with a a mentor. He doesn't know he's a mentor yet, but. I met with him and, you know, we had a coffee or whatever. He said that you should get the boat as close to the dock before you jump. Think about that. Like, and basically what the, basically is, is you, you need to get your side hustle to the point where it's basically already replaced or succeeded. Mm your income, your earned income or your whatever you're doing right now. Not saying not saying that needs to be the benchmark. Um but 
I'm just saying. So I, I, I you know, they they grinded out, they hustled, it got to a point where again, you know, when you work for something so hard, it's so hard to just see it die, right? Or put it on pause. Right. I feel like the easy, safe thing to do would be like, well, let's just put it on pause. Like, you know, we got the kid. Um, they they had they could they could have drum draw up all the excuses, right? Uh, but no, it was like again, they had another great, you know, Billy said, like, you know, if you fail, you fail. Like, you know, we life is short. Um, so they took a chance and she quit her nine to five and you know, like she said, they they were not in Whole Foods before she quit. Just think of that. Like that's a very tweetable little quote you just had there. Oh, it is. It is. I wrote it down when he, when he told me. Oh, this wasn't mine. Trust me. Someone. I think he said Dave Ramsey got it. It was a Dave Ramsey quote. Um, Don't tell me that. You just ruined the quote. Bro, well, it wasn't I didn't, I didn't hear it from Dave Ramsey. It was okay, bro, like that's not the point. I'm just kidding. I'm that's just kidding. <laughs> it's you know, it's that's an amazing quote and Oh, it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal quote. Um but so yeah, basically um just make it just make it making sure you got a big vision and just making sure again, life is short. So take some risks, take some chances. Um, yeah, man, that's all I got, bro. This this was great. This was great. It's a really cool story, and I'm excited to follow around, follow along their journey. And you know, I think, I think, I think you guys who are listening should nutmeg spreads or nutmeg spreads. Check them out on uh, IG, and I, it's easy Christmas gifts for me. Easy. Easy, easy. Um, please rate, subscribe, God. leave a review. This again. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I'm I'm just playing with you. Um, yeah. So I got man. Anything else? Um, nothing. All right, man. See you next week, everybody. See you next week, Coop. 